Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us now on the line, we have Benji Shulman, the Director of Public Policy at the South African Zionist Federation. Benji, good afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Michael. Good to be here. Oh, great to be uh, great to have you on board, Benji, and uh, thanks for taking the time to join us as we look at this uh, issue of of the petition for David Teager, the under nineteen uh, cricket captain, to be reinstated as captain. So, Benji, take us through what answers Cricket South Africa gave as to why David was stripped of his captaincy. Um, Michael, so there is uh, basically they they have this kind of weird thing where initially they take pressure from uh, BVS uh, to to drop him as captain. Uh, the, the chairman and a number of the board members are all connected to BDS uh, themselves. And uh, instead of telling them that this has, uh, there's nothing to see here, they appoint advocate Vim Trent Grove to actually um, to, to do a so-called investigation. And I think what they suspected Vim would do is recommend that they uh, get rid of him. And then Vim didn't. He actually just followed the law and Vim said that this guy had done nothing wrong and they should, he should retain the captaincy. Right. Uh, and this then led to some very minor protests in uh, Newlands uh, where the police very ably handled the protesters and they were um, sent uh, away with no, no problems to anyone. Uh, and so now... Um, what we've seen is CSA saying, oh, well, now there's a major security problem, uh, and the way that we're going to handle this is to uh, remove the captaincy from David Tigger, uh, which is ridiculous, mm-hmm. uh, because if there's a security problem, how does removing the captaincy help? If he's on the field, presumably what you need is more security, not uh, some change in title. Indeed. Uh, so so that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the rationale that they're giving, and I have to say that very few people seem to be taking into account there was an absolute roastingly harsh uh, editorial in the business day today. Uh, it's not just the Jewish community is quite cross about this. People across the spectrum have really seen through this. Uh, and that's why we put the petition together to say, you know, ordinary people think this is complete mm-hmm. garbage and that uh, it, we're not going to stand. To put it mildly, Benji, uh, as you've just uh, put it now, but I just want to go back to something you mentioned earlier on. Regarding this uh, connection to the BDS boycott divestor uh, sanctions movement now, I'm curious... Isn't Cricket South Africa supposed to be impartial and independent? And for that matter, where does international, the International Cricket Council come into this? Yeah, and I think that that's actually part of it, which is a very interesting element, mm-hmm. uh, Michael, is that the, the, one of the elements that we saw is that the minister visited the team on the Friday and, UK and I saw some of his speech, uh, and then all of a sudden CSA... Uh, is is demoting the captaincy from Tiga. And one of the clear things in the International Cricket Council Code is that you can't uh, discriminate uh, against mm-hmm. people and, and political interference from countries and governments is not allowed. One of the reasons why we're hosting this under-19 World Cup in the first place is because it was taken away from Sri Lanka right. uh, because of the same issue, really, government interference. Uh-huh. And so now we may very well be in a position where South Africa has gone and committed the same thing. <laughs> in, well, this is going to elicit quite a lot of questions. As you've just pointed out, it was removed from Sri Lanka for the same reasons. Why Why is this situation carrying more and more weight in terms of you know what has transpired? But besides that, Benji, I just want to read to you a comment that I came across on our forum. It comes from Kim, and Kim is asking, why is nobody talking about who this group 
is that's threatening or individuals that's threatening violence and taking them rather to task for threatening violence rather than firing the party that hasn't done anything whatsoever to provoke his firing. I guess now that leads to my next question. Did they by any chance disclose who or where these threats were coming from and for that matter investigations as such into that? Well, even if you look at the media statement that they put out, it's like it, it doesn't even say that there were are threats. It's like might be threats or might be violence or might be rival groups mm. of protesters who, who were involved. But we haven't seen any of that, right? As I said to you, there was a minor protest in Newlands, which the police right. handled very ably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people have a right to protest if they want outside the stadium. Good luck to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and that was that. So uh, there doesn't seem to have been any disclosure from CSAL who the security consultants were, what the report is, uh, and, and everyone suspects it because there probably there weren't any. Well, besides that, uh, whether they are, I mean, there are security measures in place anyway. They would uh, exercise that, uh, that activity in the first place. And if and and if it really is the case that this is such a uh, security problem, um, what does removing the captaincy do? Are we seeing proper security? Like that's not a security measure with respect. The security measure is more security guards. It's better intelligence. Right. I mean, what I know about security, but uh, you know, I think that anyone with half a brain knows how to uh, what more security and what looks like less security. We haven't seen anything from CSA which says that they're upping the security. If this is really a concern, and so. It mm. doesn't appear that they're taking the issue of security enormously seriously. So, Benji, okay, so where to from now? Okay, so we could look at it from a government's perspective, or from the, uh, at least in terms of where the South African Zionist Federation now uh, will take it from this point in time. Going back to the International Cricket Council, uh, just to recap, uh, has there been a response? Are you approaching the council about this? So, uh, so just to say that you know, the the petition that the Zionist Federation put out that's now hit fifty thousand in, mm-hmm. in the course of a couple of days. Right. So that's enormous, and uh, and 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 obviously, I think many community members are aware of the protest that's happening tomorrow. Uh, at, at 4 p.m. outside CSA's offices where I believe the community will, will have a chance to really voice its displeasure. Uh, so so that's, that's undergoing. I mean, I think the ICC hasn't really said anything yet. Uh, they kind of said that they're happy with the, the security measures that they were told that they were given. But uh, it doesn't sound to me like they are very invested in the, in the process. But what we're seeing is a lot of pressure from the unions outside of, of South Africa. There was a senator... In, in Australia, which has come out, there's been international Jewish organizations Certainly. who've been talking about this. And uh, and I think that the ICC is going to come under more and more pressure to really take a look at this thing properly and not just say, which is what they've done up till now, that this is just an issue of, um, that this is just an issue of, of, uh, of, of, of our captaincy demotion is clearly much more to it, you know? Well, some, and certainly they ought to, given, as you outlined earlier on, why the under-19 tournament was brought here in the first place, certainly not to show any double standards. We hope international, the International Cricket Council uh, will embark on such an endeavor. And besides them, uh, any plans now to approach government on this to deal with it from all angles? Look, and I believe that government is the is the address here because they actually as as we've kind of established are not allowed to get involved really unless there's some kind well, of well the sports uh, the sports uh, the sports know. portfolio yeah even then i mean i think what, what we've seen is a lot of the opposition parties like the parliamentarians right. uh, the da has 
uh, referred this thing to the South African Human Rights Commission. There's been some promotion of access to information apps that they've also put in. So I think that there's a that the that the government has not said anything, but I think putting the government under pressure to get clarity on the situation would be very helpful. Indeed. Two days to go. What chances of David being reinstated at this point in time, Benji? <laughs> Just throwing it out there. So look, it's, yeah. certainly, it's, certainly, uh, it's certainly on demand. Mm. And if David isn't, uh, is, if he isn't reinstated, I think that Lawson Naidu, who is the BDS supporter and is the chairman of CSA, needs to resign. Uh, his conduct here has been absolutely disgraceful. Indeed. Benji, all the best in all your endeavors uh, from the South African uh, Zionist Federation's point of view to at least clarify the situation, at least bring some justice to this uh, David Teeger situation and matter. Benji Shulman, Director of Public Policy at the South African Zionist Federation.